0: So this podcast is a lot about sort of our thoughts and opinions on things we've experienced, on things Current things, past things, relationships, all sorts of stuff. So I think we have finally reached the point where we have to have very strong opinions about things we know nothing about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a very inherently gay trait, isn't it? No, <laughs> no it's human maybe. But um, yeah, let's dive in. Let's get controversial about something that's not even released yet. Ooh, we get controversial on the pod. Mm, mm. You, to, what, I, well, you, you're the one who brought it up. I'll bring baby. it up then. I'll bring it up. So I am pro and excited about something and I put it in an Instagram story and then received messages immediately about how like people are nervous about the potential of this project. But uh, at this current time, the movie's not out. The Fire Island film by Joel Kim Booster. And, and Bowen Yang. Yang. And yeah, Bowen Yang is in it. Matt Rogers, um, Margaret Cho Chow, and... I'm going to miss a couple of the other names that are in it as well, but uh, that's a good start. Anyway, um, it's basically Pride and Prejudice adapted for Fire Island. Which we'll see how much Pride and Prejudice there is in it. Sure. Yeah, it could be super derivative, it, whatever. Like, it could be, it could take, like, just one theme of it and run... Because the... Th- so I have not seen the trailer.
0: hmm I don't plan on seeing the trailer. Really? I stay away from gay projects. Really? As a creator of gay projects. Oh. I am deeply afraid of one of two things mm-hmm. one writing and doing something that i realized later is the reason i thought of it is because i've already seen it oh and like shit right. i basically just it's like when you write a song and like isn't this so cool and they're like isn't that old mcdonald oh my god it's Old McDonald's. yeah oh, jesus
1: christ sure but
0: like so i worry about that and two i'm not saying this is good but i recognize it about myself there are times where i see like the billy eichner stuff or the this and that and it it is not my natural reaction isn't to take the correct attitude which is just like look gay people are doing things yeah. they're opening doors for me i think of it as well they already took the seat so might as well not do anything oh and I, yeah i thought you're gonna see something else actually. it is on it, it it kills my motivation to do my own stuff because it's just like well Holly was just going to hire Joaquin oh, Booster yeah. to do everything, and Billy Eichner, and, like, I'm fucking no one. Like, I got no way into this. Sure, sure. And I just... I thought you were going to say... In order say... to keep going, I, I can't subject myself to it.
1: I thought you... That is that is definitely one one experience, and what I thought you were going to say is that whenever you see it, it's sort of like... Um... I'm going to be more critical of it because it's gay. Therefore, this opinion has its own...
0: I probably naturally will. Right. Um,
1: Once it's closer to home, you want it to be right.
0: But isn't... Equal- I'm not saying... I, we haven't seen the fire of the movie. We don't know anything about it. This right. is not about that movie. But isn't it? Isn't it true
1: equality when we are getting financed for mediocre movies about us? <laughs> isn't that like, well... I mean, right. Like, they have enough money to kind of, like, shell out for a project that they don't anticipate to be a blockbuster. Right. Maybe that... <laughs> and Jolkin Booster is very funny. It could be very funny. I think it would yeah, be very great. I have high hopes. I... Um... I do find it funny
0: because I, I heard that some of the themes of it are sort of just like different types of people, you know, like the the whole like beauty, mm-hmm, sexy standards. versus like uh, average. It's like, and it's written by Jolkin Booster who is like... Hot as fuck. Right. Mm. It's like... You're going to write the tale about uh, uh, differences in in bodies yeah. and body acceptance, yeah. and I you? feel
1: right, right, right. I can I see where that Bowen Yang should write it. I mean, I'm, Bowen's a cutie too, but here's he's like cute. he's definitely cute, but
0: he has a non traditional like he doesn't have right. like a six-pack. Checking like, the boxes. It's like oh, we're gonna write we're gonna write a movie. Uh, it's a movie about gay pos- body positivity from uh, Mateo Lane and Joe Kimbooster. Right, like, right, 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 right. Oh, okay. Right.
1: But I yeah I. Feel that? I see that. I also like have the experience of like. Exploring. Which, by the way, what's that?
0: Mateo Lane's just hot. He's not funny. Ooh, he's just good looking.
1: During the pot, we started with a controversy. I say this right to everyone. He like, did going. I
0: get, I get you, do you like Mateo Lane? I'm like, I he's nice to look at, but I've never laughed at a fucking thing he's ever said.
1: But I say pop off for the fact that you've got a brand and it's working, and you're going to take it and run with it. But it's irritating
0: it's... because it, it just feeds into the stuff that I fucking hate, which is that. Uh, It doesn't matter what I say. It Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter how talented I am. None of that Um, matters.
1: If I'm hot, I'll do well. um, And is it perhaps also the thing that we just mentioned earlier? If it's gay, we're going to be a little bit more critical. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, here's the thing that I wanted to touch on specifically for the film, because I am excited for a number of reasons. I also am just a huge fan of Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers. Uh, I listened to Los Culturistas and they have a really, you, you know, they're in it. So they talk about it on their pod and there's a very poignant episode where it gets raw and emotional talking about like some of the stuff that came from the project, uh, Bowen, it's, uh, he gets very candid and emotional about playing a character who questions whether or not they're attractive and how mm-hmm. they earnestly ask themselves that question. And even playing that uh, acting, made him feel the consequences of that real question as if it were him asking himself that question. Which, you know, that's how acting happens sometimes. It like it hits home even if you know you're playing a character, especially if you relate in some way. And even Joel Kim Booster, the reason I give him space to write about you know what it feels like to be othered is because of like even being the hottest asian guy there's going to be plenty of white dudes who are going to write you off oh, or, you know across the spectrum sure.
0: the, never never underestimate the racism in the gay
1: community yeah and so i know that like that's enough to feel ugly whenever someone writes you off and it's something that you can't control you're like oh well it it's out of my hands and it's gonna limit my you know whatever Well. <laughs> in some ways you're dodging a bullet but in the moment it feels like you're, you know, not good enough for something. Right. And um yeah, just uh hearing them talk about it earnestly and getting emotional about it, I'm like, Ooh, "Okay, so this has got more than just, you know, fun vibes poured into it. Like it's got some earnest questions and some yeah. genuine honesty going on in it." And so that that alone is intriguing to me, also knowing that it's it's got callbacks to Pride and Prejudice, so it's going to have some, you know, some of the themes explored there of classism and, and things like that too. And the thing that irked me about what happened whenever I posted my enthusiasm for it is that people came into my inbox and were like, but what if it isn't good? And what if it doesn't reflect the fire Island that I know and love? And I just I don't think every okay. So yeah, it's titled Fire Island. It's also like the argument against girls. Like you titled your show Girls, but you're only reflecting white girls that are this age group. Like it's you know you're like your title's general, but the subject matter specific. Parents have money. Right, right, right. Thing, yeah. Like it kind of like I'm not one of the girls, even if I'm one of a girl. You know, like that's how it feels. And if you, there's a movie called Fire Island, but it's not my Fire Island. That I guess it's the. T- I agree with you in terms of by
0: titling that it's problematic but like because it feels like you're even if it's unintentional but it feels like you're trying to make the definitive movie about a thing that has myriad experiences with Mm -hmm. it. So... I mean, call it A Fire Island Tale, or sure. Fire on the Island, or I don't right, know, right, just right. something you can use it, but, like, yeah, to it is kind of bold to be, like, this is this is now going to be the definitive mm-hmm.
1: pop culture picture of what Fire Island is. But I think that was the right move. I think that's better marketing, even if it pisses yeah, anyone off. Thing. Like, I yeah. think it's going to be, like, get under the skin of someone who But feels, it's risky. It's risky. There's going to be critiques on how it's whatever, representative of a specific lens, and I think the fact that it's representing, like... Potential, I don't know the movie entirely yet. But obviously, it's a critique of classism and racism that are on the island. And if that's not your experience and that embarrasses you because Fire Island means your comfort and not so much of the experience that needs to be critiqued, then you should be the one that gets uncomfortable about it. And I feel like that was some of the vibe that I got from some of the comments of like, oh, but is it going to reflect the richness of the diversity of Cherry Grove, how it's more lesbian heavy, but the trailer doesn't look like it's going to be about Cherry Grove at all. It looks like maybe it's just going to be on the pines and like, okay, so yes, there are a lot of things to love about Fire Island. But if the movie is a critique and not a love letter, then I don't think it has to be reflective of everything you love about the island
0: right i th- i think you can of course be reticent mm-hmm. but yeah wait till you see the fucking plot.
1: that's it too like you're ready to hate it that's like, and
0: we have all seen trailers for movies in both directions that are mm-hmm. not representative of the thing you actually see mm-hmm. it's a marketing ploy right so wait till you see the thing if you're going to see the thing until you make the judgment
1: i know i just i think because i feel like a weird parasocial relationship to like bone and matt and Kim, joel Booster, just from like ab- absorbing their content online i'm like i'm already in this is like my friends doing a project basically they had to, well it's funny because i don't think that's the majority of gay people
0: i think the majority no. of people gay people see a gay thing and are like ew right ew. i don't want to see that
1: yeah because oh my gosh
0: internalized homophobia if i see things like me on screen well i hate
1: it because i hate me and also like to assume that it's supposed to be reflective of who you are supposed to be because we have such limited uh, representation that was like q force came out on netflix Mm -hmm. and people were like i hate this it's so reductive of gay identity and no it's taking the mick out of it and kind of being somewhat satirical and i think It doesn't have to represent you. And it's supposed to be kind of like the gayest of gay and funny and tongue in cheek. Right. And Yeah, this is just another case of it being, this looks like my, it looks like my experience. That's the thing. When I watch the trailer, it's like, oh, that feels like me and my friends kind of supporting each other, gassing each other up, going out and trying to have a good time and being a little bit nervous. i like, oh, what if that guy doesn't like me? Okay, whatever, go for it. Like, I feel familiar with the jokes in it and familiar with, like, the supportive friend group kind of thing. Like, enough of it feels correct to me that I'm like, well, this is my experience, but I understand that it's not – my experience is not like the next person's probably. Right. And then also the things of, like, oh, I'm Asian – I'm at a party where everyone's like mus- muscular and just looking to fuck, and I don't know if I'm even on the radar for anyone here because no one's paying attention to me. I've fucking been there, and it's everywhere I go, yeah. Well, you know, and Fire Island is not exclusive of that experience at all. Like you'll get it if if you know you're not a rich, ripped white person with your own pool and right. beachside. That's couch. why I, like I don't
0: like Fire Island. I don't like going. I don't ever see myself going back. Yeah, I, just, I have no. There's love a lot for of yeah. There's and a it lot is, of and it is, it's not... It is sex culture. Right. It's about going out, meeting people, and taking back and fucking them. And some of you have different... Especially in the pines. Some of you have different experiences, I'm sure. Some of you are mm-hmm. like, no, it's to go with friends and cook. And, right, like, right, and right. right. Great. Love good it. for you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's majority. Yeah. Um, or at least it's not, like, what's marketed. Because there's nothing to do there right. other than hot parties and fuck people.
1: Yeah, and I could see how this film sort of still perpetuates a very specific view of it. And maybe there yeah. could be a film about, like, the more wholesome relationships and things that could happen, like, watching sunsets, like, or sun. Like rises watching sunsets oh that's in the trailer too they watch the sunset at the bay and then, i love that so hard anyway yeah. that's just like some of the love letter feels right or what looks like it could be a love letter um i'm fine for places that are about open sexuality and
0: feeling free mm-hmm. i think it has lost its value in that respect because i feel totally free doing that in the in manhattan like mm-hmm. i'm I'm good, like I don't feel like I get fired on am like now I can be me. Right, I can be me here. So I think it's lost a little bit of that mm. level of allure. Mm. And also there is a there's a difference between oh this is like an open fun when I meet somebody place and like everyone is like eyes sharp. Where's the next dick? Like there feels like yeah. a lasciviousness to it that yeah. makes me uncomfortable.
1: Sure, you. I think that's very possible. I mean, not just possible. It is the reality of it. I I don't know. I. Going with the right people, like everyone always says, is like the main ingredient for having a good time anywhere. But specifically Fire Island, like you have to be with people that you like being around that don't make you feel like insecure about anything and don't make you feel like competing or anything like that. Um, Do you have any
0: feelings about the Bros
1: movie? Oh, uh, I mean, I haven't actually seen enough of like the content from that to know to to have too much of an opinion. I just know that my friend was almost Billy Eichner's butt double and made it to the last round of casting and some pictures of his butt, and then didn't get the job. But
0: I have heard that Billy Eichner was like a monster on set.
1: uh Oh, well, I wonder because it's I think it's kind of his baby, right? Like it's a feature that's entirely sure doesn't matter. No, I know. I agree. It doesn't give you an excuse to be not at all. I think I'm just playing. Sympathetic to, a and it's one, gay you, creative, you know, it's man. one
0: story I've heard, and you know, you never know. Sure, so, sure, sure, but sure. That's that's that that it looks good, and people are excited for it. You don't get to mistreat people, but the the production of it was uh,
1: complicated. Yeah, we'll see how that rolls out.
0: And apparently, it portrays like an orgy. It's like yeah, it's gay, pretty.
1: Very, okay. okay. Well, I'm down for that. I'm down for some representation of orgy in mainstream culture. Oh, that was the other opinion that I have about Fire Island that's nervous. Is mm-hmm. like, I think it's good to share culture, but it feels like revealing a secret thing to the straits. And maybe what if the straits, what if Fire Island changes? What if the landscape of it changes? Because Hulu has like a mainstream film about this like gay vacation destination. And what if it's like a gay bar that becomes more with RuPaul fans that are not there for the same. Someone. Yeah.
0: They're there at the zoo. Um, right. Somebody told me a story in Provincetown of like a family, like went into a place and some gay guy screamed to like get the fuck out of our town. (sighs) Gross. Gross. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. and I think we took it over. I don't think it was always, I don't think we built that down. Um, um, But yeah, I don't know. It comes and it comes down to like bringing you know straight girls to
1: gay bars. Yeah, oh my god. There's a whole drama at a gay bar recently. Mm, My, I don't want to put any business on blast or whatever, but my boyfriend was at the bar and this straight couple went to the bathroom together and I guess they took a minute Hmm. and then when they came out this drunk guy at the bar like kind of got into a verbal uh, altercation or whatever and the optics of it people look up and see like a gay guy getting confrontational with a straight couple at a queer space the whole bar took the side of the drunk dude at the bar and we're like, what is this, are you, what did they say? Like, and they like immediately took sides. However, my boyfriend had seen the whole thing go down and realized it wasn't that, it wasn't like straight people being awful in a queer space. And they were, the whole, it became a commotion and the couple was like kind of defending themselves. And so they got irate and it just became a drama. Mm. And my boyfriend was trying to, you know, I don't know, stick up for them and mediate a little bit and then took them outside and was like trying to calm them down because they were really rattled by it. And the woman is an Asian woman who says like, you know, she comes here all the time. She loves to bring her gay friends because she knows it's queer space, but she's here with her boyfriend today. And um, she's usually fine here. It's been like three years. Today is the only time I've ever had trouble. And not to not mention this, but like she's there's a couple Asian bartenders and barbacks and it's never felt, but whenever they're not here, sometimes I do feel a little bit different. Mm. And like that observation of like being an Asian woman, getting a straight Asian woman who's receiving kind of like bias in a negative way from like a queer space because they were doing the whole thing of like what are you doing here like this isn't even your bar like there's plenty of other places for you to be right and it's like the unfair for me it's golden rule do you want people to say that at a straight bar do
0: you want people to say that to you at a straight bar you walk in with your boyfriend and they're like you go to your fucking faggot places is that what you want i mean don't don't Treat yeah. that way. You can definitely, if, if, I think it's different when a straight person is being disrespectful in a queer space.
1: I think it's easy to read disrespect in uh, their enthusiasm sometimes. Sometimes. Well, yeah, if it's like, you're not, don't pull attention here. Like, yeah. You, enjoy
0: yourself. I'm not but a Z like, animal. You're not, we're not here for, like, stop. Like you when, know. I mean, I was at, I'm not uh, your I know gal. we're running late, but I was at a. I was at a, it was at Club coming where there was this super hot visiting straight guy with his girlfriend and he was brought up on stage and they took his shirt off yeah. and all of this stuff and i'm like i'm not here for that we're not here for this and no. the girl and the girlfriend was pushing it of like, course get him up there oh my god he's so everybody look how hot my boyfriend is that gives like, me the hardest eye roll ever yeah i was well i so um someone said because i performed that night and they were like "He's saying you should have him perform and i yelled from the audience i think we already gave him enough attention yeah bye she gave me a glare. But like, no, this isn't for you. Anyway. <sighs> we gotta hopefully what is for you is our next segment. Yay. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Alright, I'm still I still have no love in my life, so. Let's find it in the wasteland of the apps. There we go. Or find me more dick. I don't
1: know. Um Let's do scruff. Okay, well, there's all faithful not be love here.
0: Oh, um, I think I stopped paying for this too, but I don't think it's—I don't remember. All right, so we're just gonna start with the home screen. I need to change my picture. That's what was the ago.
1: last app that got you good dick, though?
0: I mean, I get nothing on Grinder. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, I have. Like, I don't really need to go out in search of it.
1: I, I have got a lot of like options. A, you got a Rolodex right now. Right. Cool. All right. Well, anyway, let's see if we can add to the Rolodex then. Um, tell me, I want to assume that the people that are close and also hot you've already kind of, like, interacted with is probably... yeah, and, and have never responded to me. I actually don't know that guy. Oh, fuck. Okay. I want to touch him because he's very pretty. Maybe I do. Oh, you... We'll see. Okay. Let's see. Um... Oh. Hi, sorry. Yeah. We're looking at a very sexy beard. He looks man. like Matt's boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> most of them. That's, that's what he looks like. A little bit. Yeah, it's my type. Yeah, that picture looks familiar. I don't know why, but I think I've seen. Well, maybe people doing yoga is like normal and. So he has one where he's like. Kind of, I think it's a, does it say open relationship? No, it's that's s- online. Online, um, single. Mm,
0: five seven
1: so he's a scruffy muscle dude inverse um let's see what i do let's give them a pseudonym oh there's no like name name yeah he's he's hey hey cool unless their name is hey whoa um what i do well it's all a show so trying to live in the here and now (laughs) kind of vague but uh agree agree yeah right like that it's all a show i think leading with that actually says a lot about psychology like right what's your headspace is so it's like brief you don't take all of this very seriously no life. it's brief but actually concise okay what i'm looking for down to earth hard working guy looking to meet new people make new friends and possibly more but let's chat and meet up before we get naked okay um so sex brain is tied to social chemistry that's fine yeah interests are karate or martial arts, karate, judo, capoeira, capoeira. Holy shit. That's why he's doing a weird handstand in that one picture. Mm, uh Akito. Sounds like a it's Brazilian Brazi- drink. It's <laughs> it's Brazilian martial arts that's dancing. Like there's drums usually and there's like a constant rhythm that they're moving into. I played Tekken. Um working out, traveling. <laughs> Your face when you said that. It was so gay. You're like, oh, I played Tekken. <laughs> I played Tekken. Girl, I got it. I was Eddie and Christy. They're the Capoeira fighters. <laughs> anyway, they were the like I feel like the gays picked those characters though like you played mm. as Eddie and Christy because they were dancing um into traveling reading learning philosophy he's very hot very hot I want to woof this man for you I will let's see if we've chatted before because
0: he looks vaguely familiar or if I've reached out and he hasn't responded no he's oh. only 649 feet away fuck yes oh, he's, he's getting a woof and a listen and a hello
1: a hello hello indeed hey hello good hey good afternoon mmm what you doing How on this wet, wet it day? Goes. It's so wet, right? Mm. This is flirting. All right. All right. We're moving on. We did it. We're married.
0: Iron, um. <laughs> Iron in the fire.
1: Uh, ooh, brows. Hi, brows.
0: Yeah, he never... Well, he we, we like, talk, and then he Nothing. just... It's just, yeah. More brows and beard. I'll check that one out. Let's check this one out. Ooh, looking very like some lumberjacky.
1: Lumberjack perhaps. I'm guessing Greek from the face. Looks vaguely familiar, oh, but again, might just be on my screen. It's cute whenever a fully bearded man has a picture with like a face mask on, I think. I don't it's know. It's like why. a mud
0: ma- it's like a skincare mask.
1: Oh, it's probably like my uh, this is probably just dated traditional gender role kind of stuff and like uh whatever, but like seeing like a Juxtaposition of masculine feminine is like oh, there's a beard and self care like skincare. Like, oh yeah, I like that. That's uh, but of Social course bad, I need to do another. That's like old
0: view of stuff. So anyway, the thing that I find interesting before we get into um, profile stuff, they're hot. J- j- well, all the pictures are tight face. shots of the face. Okay. So yeah. do we have any? There's like a shirtless I mean, that's, body that's with pits. Cute, but but what? So he's. Ooh, what was that? He's 35, 5, 8, 194. So he's a, he's a beefy guy. Yeah, but I like that. Um, I do too. He is a top.
1: Oh, that's like friendship's date. It's kind of checking a few boxes for you. Let's I Let's like. see if we've spoken. No, yet. yet we're two so he for gets two. A wolf. He just gets a wolf because there aren't there's not enough in the profile. Oh, he's cute. Right. Okay. Oh, this person says top immediately. Do they what? Do, what do you think of the by top? thumbnail Is that by, it says? yeah by top oh oh yeah
0: i messaged him a ton he never oh, responds god titties he's very hot i'll give him another wolf but it's never anything gotcha he's 28 i might be too old for him
1: <laughs> um okay let's see so we get three wolves for three we're doing pretty good so far three for three how about this one obviously sexy from thumbnail so oh, fast we're not right. describing this far but they all look exactly the same okay they're
0: all brunettes with uh um, Scruff scruffy beards. hair beards and a little muscle beefy mm-hmm. he is very good looking this one looks like he could be Brazilian, south american yeah South Amer- yeah, he
1: has a neat tattoo what's that tattoo it's an infinity symbol with words in it it's i don't know what the words are so something right that heck yeah he wants something forever um he's or very cute he's super cute good smile hi okay top on
0: versatile and single single oh what is going on on this pod today everyone's
1: single y'all yeah
0: uh no do drugs. we get any personality
1: hospitality is what they do which means they do all the hospitality at work and they don't want to it's a lot of people who are just like meeting new people meeting new people it's scruff that's fine right 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 like this is beyond obvious oh we've sent a message already that's one thing
0: i'll send another. Well, he will i stop at three good i'll I... try three times mm-hmm And then if it doesn't, if, then, mm. then I'll, say I'll... Right. You didn't just catch him on a bad moment. I admit, no, no, that's not... I, I put my finger somewhere. Um, um, all right. I want to take a pause because I'm going to talk about this. Okay. Talk. What's up? So if I do three times mm-hmm. and you know message, I block you. Oh. Because I don't want to be tempted to keep... Sure. Like, I just need you off my grid. Yeah. I need you off my
1: Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What are your feelings about Instagram muting? and Instagram unfollowing. unfollowing.
1: <sighs> and Instagram blocking, So mm. there's all three. There are all three.
0: Talk to me. I, I have some hot takes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: I, um... I mean, I guess I use the feature more on Facebook because I want them to be able to access me sometimes, but I don't care to look at their shit. So I mute. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, let me promote my thing so people are seeing it, but I'm not going to look at your stuff because for whatever reason, the bridge got burnt or something. Well, Facebook for me is just like, um, I mean, I don't look at
0: even friends i just don't
1: i know i honestly i'm just not on it no that's true i said that because i do a little bit of communication through the chat
0: yeah and then
1: sometimes i scroll over and i'm like what is still going on on this website it's not very exciting no instagram i guess i just haven't had to use those features so much i haven't really i unfollow people when it's been so long that we're not interacting i'm like well there's nothing there's no gain right now so like whatever no one's losing anything either because there's and that's
0: on Instagram like if you just yeah
1: if it's yeah if I like followed a person whenever we were like flirting or um you know a long time ago and we've just moved on and I don't feel like there's a reason to reignite anything do you
0: do you have one of those apps that shows you who's unfollowed you
1: no and I don't care no but oh 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 uh, one thing that i have done is noticed because you know i don't know exactly what the algorithm is but whenever you have a story and it has like the three little people in the corner that like view your story or have viewed your when you story click it, you can see the, everybody yeah you click it and you see everybody but it's kind of got, like, a, a similar... Like, it shows me the same, like, pool of 10 people. If they've seen my story, it seems like people that are interacting with me more or whatever are always kind of there. Or maybe the people that watch my story first or something always get, like, top rank or something like that yes. whenever you click on it. I don't know what the algorithm is for it, but... I think it's people who interact with your post the most. Yeah, I, for a long time... And whenever I have a crush on someone or, like, have... Um, of course. I know where this is going. Yeah, or... Or, um, you know... Uh, whatever, in someone's inbox, they'll kind of be featured more, like, towards the top of that. One time, a guy completely dropped off of, like... It went from looking at every one of my stories, and I always see their face whenever I look on the viewers of my stories, to not in the top five, not in the entire scroll, not looking at any of my stuff. Right, because they muted you. They muted me, probably, or whatever. No, 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 no. I clicked on their profile, checked. They had unfollowed me. And it was a person that I had a history with that I was like, Hmm. I... Something I did or something about our dynamic warranted an unfollow, like not even just a mute. And I went and looked at their followers because whatever nosy, they were still following like mutuals that we'd met that were kind of like, like I traveled with this person and we met people in other countries and they were still following those people but had unfollowed me. So, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I didn't meet the social quota of like interaction it's like they wanted to unfollow me deliberately right so that's a good segue for me okay what's up i don't believe in the mute button no just unfollow
0: or block i think it is rude mm. and disinject i be up front oh mute is i don't want to lose a follower because i don't want you to unfollow me yeah. but i also don't want to see anything about you yeah like no, give them the courtesy to actually unfollow them and let them know that you're not interested.
1: Uh, yeah, I see this the social. It's, it's,
0: it's can be like, I I know it's probably rooted in a, well, I don't want them to, to, I don't want to be mean. You know, I don't want them to hate me. I just don't care about them anymore. Um, or I don't want to see anything that they do. Mm-hmm. If you have muted me, please just unfollow me so I know not to like, sure. think about you anymore. Um, and I, w- I would give you that respect. But man. Yeah. Does the unfollow, even if it's someone you don't like and you had a falling out with, oh, do people take that as a slap in the face? It's so funny that it people has like, such a measure of, that. of something. There's, a, there's been talk in the artist community about people I've unfollowed recently. <gasps> like He's unfollowed so-and-so. He's unfollowed so-and-so. It's like, yeah. yeah, because they leave me on red or they treat me like an asshole and I don't want to deal with them anymore. Yeah. Like, Sorry. Well
1: that, well, that attitude of it's my thing. Let me curate my experience with it. Yeah. That's, that's
0: like, he didn't even mute me, unfollowed him. It's like, yeah, because I want you to, I want to treat you with the courtesy so that you can unfollow me in kind. I mean, because, you know, it's just, it's just. you should know, you should know
1: that I don't care about you anymore. That is a take though, that definitely like throws in a little more of a ingredient in there. Cause whenever, if I just, you know, connotations of an unfollow mean you've got a hurt feeling in my brain.
0: Or or we just don't fuck with each other, right? Anymore.
1: Right? 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 That's what I'm saying. Like, there's more nuance to it than just that. Like, I think a um, a block is, need, I think, that yeah, There's, there's either you are harassing
0: me or I just like there is a there is one of these artists. He's been on the podcast who lost his fucking mind and just like, it's just a fucking lunatic and I can't, I just can't anymore. And I, not only have I just stopped working with them and also unfollowed them, I had to block them because seeing the ways in which they create fake accounts to contact people who like, don't want anything to do with them. The person has lost their mind. Oh man. And I was just like, I don't want you to have any avenue to reach out to me because I just, I don't, I want out. I want out. So that person I just had to block another person, the, the dick who was an asshole to me making his music video, a dick um, and an asshole an asshole i unfollowed because it's just like i don't support you anymore because you're i don't the one who 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 barters his sex appeal for favors like it's just the gross one it's like you're just gross i don't i don't want any part of you so i unfollowed him and apparently oh that's
1: causing talks it's causing issues Uh, we also
0: recorded a podcast with him that i'll never release uh, um um interesting
1: but yeah, no, it's 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 so funny. I It's also fake. It's the fucking internet. It's not real. It's I mean, whatever. It does reflect our behaviors and our psychology maybe can be analyzed through behavior. But And I'm sure a ton of people
0: who follow me Mute me because they, like, support me, but they don't want to see, like, my posts of, like, my creative stuff because they don't care. I know. And it's like, just unfollow me because you're not my audience. And if you are not supportive
1: of the stuff that I do, I don't want to know you. Yeah, I guess it is a format of communication, so that should kind of, like, give me pause. But I just feel like if I get bent out of shape over something that happened in the internet, which isn't even tangible. Right. But I
0: don't track Nobody unfollows me. People unfollow me every day. I get like 10 unfollows a day. Every time I post a creative thing, people unfollow me, which mm-hmm. is fine. But um, uh, uh, I don't, I'm never investigating who.
1: No, I'm over kind of all of it. I could delete. And that's the
0: thing is that people notice that I unfollow. It's like,
1: I guess you guys have those tracking apps because yeah. I don't know how you would know. I am, oh uh, God, I don't know. I'm in like a phase of just being over it, I think too. Like I don't care. It's all fake. I don't care.
0: Yeah yeah I mean if I was not an artist trying to distribute things on all platforms I would have no social media or an Instagram that's private where it's like me and my like 10 people I talk to regularly exactly that's like what that's I would kind like of to more be.
1: ideal I think that's like the fantasy but it's I mean casting directors still talk about how it's so fucking stupid because as I presence. always tell people it's so fucking stupid because the conversion rate,
0: Unless you are already a celebrity, mm-hmm. the conversion rate of followers to get them to do anything other than follow you or like a post, studies it's two percent. You might be able to get two percent of your followers mm-hmm. to do something else: mm.
1: to click a link, mm. to download a thing, to watch a right. thing, to buy a ticket. So it doesn't even work. Yeah, we've got a bad. It's designed bad. Like we're trying to. We've got a model that's not working. If you
0: the people like you on Instagram for the for the ninety eight percent of the time. It's just to see what you post on Instagram. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They just want to flip through, see your sexy picture or funny thing or whatever, click a like, move on. Right, 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 right. That's it. Yeah. I'm not on Instagram to invest anything other than wasting time. So all of these agents, all of these, you know, managers, all of this and that, it's like, no, your job is to get me the gigs based on my talent so that people are interested in me. And then go to my social media. It doesn't work the other way around.
1: I think, well, it's just part of the argument, I guess, is that, like, if I Google you, I need to be able to see something.
0: Well, that, fine. Mm
1: -hmm. But have a website.
0: Have a website and reels. Yeah. Oh, people who audition for things, you don't have any reels. I'm like, you have a phone. Yeah. Record a monologue.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: Anyway. All right. Well, um, we're going to take this break to record uh, some reels for ourselves, some very dramatic monologues. And... Well, I guess yours is the sex one. <laughs> I'm <laughs> and, dramatic. From uh, breathing. Uh, and we'll be right back with a uh, I guest. I love having dry queens on this podcast. Oh, I yeah. love having dry queens on this podcast. I only wish like we did a, a visual podcast. So oh, I you know. Could see. But I think they would be asking too much of our...
1: Of yeah, our all right queens. To record right. stuff or whatever. I feel like you'd, you'd have to pay for that. Even for me, I'm like, I don't want to look nice. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> sorry being You're real right,
0: right i'm in a i'm in a, a a tank and a and a hat currently because i didn't want to brush my hair that's what i'm saying um well our so our next guest is is a drag queen so i met this uh, drag performer Uh, briefly, uh, Giselle and I went and did karaoke. Mm -hmm. And uh, this person was hosting karaoke, so it was just a brief like, hi, how are you? And that that was it. And then I was out with someone else, and we were at a trivia night. And I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but we had where I was oddly good at darts that I was not expecting. And so I just thought it was really, like, a a real New York moment to be out late at night at a straight bar um, playing trivia and then throwing darts with uh, drag queens, right, right, right. Like, that's just like, that's like a moment. Like
1: only here sometimes. Like, like it's
0: one of those things we look around. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't yeah. have envisioned this for my life. But right, this
1: is fun. New York is basically like, it, you, there's no bingo card. You just show up. Like right. you just don't know what's coming. Right.
0: It was a really fun night. She was really sweet. Happy to introduce her here today. We also found out we're both Star Trek nerds, which Ooh. was fun to talk about. uh So, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a New York City drag performer and vocalist. This is. Oh, am I going to say her name wrong? Nicole Anadime?
2: Yes, you got it right. Hello, oh, hello, hello. Because I know
0: the pun is right. Nicole dime, but I didn't know if I should have said it that Nicole
1: way. Nicole Anadime.
2: No, you you nailed it. I've heard it said so many strange ways that I just it, I think that means I've made it. If people can't pronounce my name, that means the race <laughs> is coming very soon.
1: Hmm.
0: So. I saw you at uh, an Astoria establishment. Uh, the you hosted at Icon. I, you have a thing at Icon today, don't you?
2: Uh yes. We. <laughs> I have to. I get to go be a boy today. Oh, um, oh okay. It's it's a it's a nice full. My weekends are so fun and full.
0: <laughs> nice. Ooh, fun and full. Fun we and love full. That. Yeah. That's so, my that's that's my that's my Pornhub search. Uh huh. Fun, fun and, and full. full. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we get to talk about that more in this segment too. Right,
0: right. Yeah, that's that's a way to hear the game.
2: Uh, uh, so, uh, how long have you been doing drag? I've been doing drag. Uh, it's a that's a like <laughs> it's kind of loaded. Uh, I started originally like seven years ago because I wanted to try it out. I was friends with a lot of um, like earlier Drag Race girls, um, not like super early, but um, tried it out. Realized that it was a huge commitment and I was at that, at that time still trying to like really focus on auditions and Broadway and things like that. Um, so I quit, took some time off, got back into nightlife. And there's just something about being in nightlife that that, that bug of drag just like bites you every single time. Yeah. So this this go around, it's been about, uh, I'd say two years
0: Okay. Awesome.
2: Since, since 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 the the quarantine shutdown moment, you know, right? When right. I um, to, when I sat at home with nothing but my thoughts.
0: Do you have a drag mother?
2: Um, I I had an original one that we don't really talk anymore, uh, but I did just get adopted into a new family, uh, who is also she's another incredible vocalist in New York City, Miss Lauren Ordair.
1: Oh, congratulations! Thank you.
2: Yeah, it I was, think it I actually have... was very funny when it happened, too. <laughs> she literally oh. came to my show. We sang a song. I It was a song that she normally sings. And I told her, you're taking the low harmony. I get to be the diva today.
1: <laughs> well, that's a good way to meet a daughter, though. Daughter, like, you know, being bratty. Exactly.
2: It's the spunk. <laughs>
0: I want the high harmony, Mom. I <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> so want to be
2: the star.
1: <laughs> well, there we go. Well That naturally lent itself to uh, some family dynamic. Exactly. Well, well, we're going to talk about a different kind of dynamic on today's
0: (laughs) show. So uh, we have another game of best worst and which is, I love the game, but they're sort of like well-tread categories and then JJ has to have to be like, okay, what's another one of these? Mm -hmm. So we were happy to take uh, something and actually narrow it down to something very specific, which will help us come up with a new story. So we're going to do, I I don't know. Hmm. Do you say group if it's just a threesome? I feel like three it's threesome and then every more than that it's a group.
1: I think on porn websites when you go to categories, it's like threesome slash group. Like that's what oh. like the category is. So that's what our category is. Yeah. Best worst threesome slash. me just
2: pull up my search history. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Click here.
0: Um it's see, I like I, I don't find in terms of porn, I don't watch a lot of the threesome group stuff because uh, i know too I much know. to see well no i'm not overstimulated but, i am but but i like a story oh i like how do we get to sex
1: oh but sometimes and
0: it's a story no. usually well it's usually just like i walked in and these people are fucking i i oh fuck too no, yeah. no 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 no. i want i want i want a little bit of a fantasy or
1: coach and the team like you know those now, that, fun. now that now that i yeah right I no, that'll do.
0: Right. All right, so we let our guests go first. Of course, ladies first. So, uh <laughs> Nicole, you can start with either your best or your worst, and then we'll go round Robin. What do you got for us?
2: Oh, my God. So, my best one, it was, the <laughs> it was the first, as soon as we picked the topic, I was like, oh, I remember this time. <laughs> it mm. was, um you know, in New York City, there's a lot of couples around, you know, and they love to invite people in, and I definitely... Experienced one of those lovely moments where I get to come in and be a guest star. And it was just, I think it was like five hours of just rotation, 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 just going in. I uh, think the first thing we did, we literally went to the bedroom. They put me on the bed and they said, all right, we're just going to start off with a DP. And I was like, um, Wow. <laughs> And I was like, as long as I'm not the one having to receive this in this moment, because I don't think I would survive.
1: Oh my gosh. Casual too. That's like, like number one thing. Uh, you, first know what thing? I, you know what I love about the way, the way you
0: describe, yeah, no, that you got to warm up to that. Uh, but I feel like it's like, like they took you to the bed and they sat you down and they're like, all right. So today we're going to start with a DP. <laughs> <Dear God. laughs> like, like it's a yoga class. <laughs> right.
2: It was the lesson plan. <laughs> oh my lord! That hot for teacher.
1: <laughs> I know. I'd be wild. like, I'm in the wrong class. Like, I definitely, I didn't sign up for advanced. All right. So, yeah, oh god, this is AP threesome. I'm not yeah. a- <laughs>
2: exactly. I need my college credit. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so okay. So, take us from there. So, yeah, was- so we started with a casual DP.
2: <laughs> yeah, and within like you know, it was within three seconds, I was covered in just. <laughs> What I can only describe as like a porn level amount of just come on my body <laughs> within wow. like seconds of starting. And he just goes, oops.
1: <laughs> Wait, so can I'm sorry to ask more clarifying questions? You are not getting DP'd at this point, right? Because you said not me first. It was,
2: it was not me. <laughs> okay. I got to, I got You're to be it. one of the, one of the, uh, lovely seats, if you will. I see. And just, so I feel you know, like, Okay. Covered,
1: covered. So they, they, in minutes? That's, I mean, that's, see, I think it's fun. See, this says to me, mm-hmm.
0: this person was like uh, backed up oh. and needed assistance in, re- like, this almost feels like a medical procedure. Right. Like, hi, friend, come back, put
1: two dicks to me. Oh, finally. Yes. Oh, this, I've been, I've been come constipated for, for days. It's like, it's a lock and key situation and that lock needs a very specific shaped key that's shaped like two dicks. <laughs>
2: exactly exactly
1: yeah wow you had
0: had the skeleton key to his organism but you said it continued did you say five hours
2: yeah so that Ah. happened we kind of took a like a moment for him to like breathe (laughs) because he kind of it was it was a surprise to him as well and he just kind of like collapsed down for a second he was like okay give me a second give me a second um we started up again Kept going. No, at this point, no one has cleaned me up. <laughs> I'm still covered. Oh. And at some point we're like, well, why don't we they look down at me? Like, why don't we just move to the shower? That's, so then we, there we, go. we that all three sense. moved into the shower. You know, I got to clean myself off a little bit. We kind of got to do a little um, switcheroo, play around, reach around moment in the shower, which is always, you know, that's another one of my lovely search histories would show up on there as well. <laughs> Switcheroo <laughs> shower, exactly. You know, I'm gonna try that. One more, now. more like yet. more like uh, the New York Sports Club shower. <laughs> I don't know. you just just Google that, you'll find something. I'm sure. I'm sure you will. They they have no idea anything like that's going on in their gyms. So I
0: think a best one for me. This was many, many. I haven't had a. I've had a couple threesomes recently, but like in the last, like, say, three years. But I haven't had a lot of group um one I think the pandemic kind of shut all that down unless you're a horrible person but um I also think unless you're in Puerto Vallarta with sorry uh, oh, woo-hoo, cool. woo-hoo. Come on. um 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 so, but so I, I've actually been i talking to friends I'm like I am itching for one of these We need to find something but um uh it was a few years ago and there was a guy that I was like regularly hooking up with and he was really fun um I think he wanted sort of a, a dating scenario, and I just, we just, for me, it just wasn't on the romantic level. Like, mm. I, I definitely enjoyed him; he was a nice guy. We laughed, we had fun. The sex was great, but like, there was just something missing on a romantic level for me. Okay. So we just, you know, transitioned into regular fuck buddies. It was great. And so I hadn't heard from him in a while, and then he, like, I kind of reached out about, you know, maybe to have sex or something. He was like, "Oh, I started dating someone. That's why." And I was like, "We're actually." Um, he said, no, I just started dating someone. We're not monogamous yet, but I feel like it's getting there. And I was like, oh, okay. He was like, so I kind of want to have like one last hurrah because you know, oh. I think it's going to like down. He said, uh. like, I'm actually going to throw kind of a group thing yeah. if you wanted to come. And I'm like, sure. So I go up and it's like, well, first off, there's like a spread. So, like, we've got some watermelon, we've oh. got some, like, there's, like, there's some wine. I was like, there's legs in the air. Like, no, no. No, it's like, no one has started yet. Got you. And this guy was a little bit younger than me. Not, like, young, young, but, like, I'm probably, like, 31, 32, and I think he was probably 27. Mm-hmm. And going up there, I we talked about this, in, like, on the podcast, but, like, for a long time, I really had this reticence about being an Being the an older bottom, yeah, it kind of makes me sometimes feel like if it's if it's a younger guy, sometimes it makes me feel like, is this like a am I a story? Mm -hmm. It's like oh I fucked this old guy, you know, like it makes me feel kind of like oh I don't know I don't know about this. Like, do they actually like me or is this like a joke? Oh weird. So so anyway, so I'm a little worried about it because this guy I knew was fine. But he, like, all these guys start coming. So I'm, they're, like, third person there. Other guys start coming. Nothing started yet, but other guys start coming. And they're all 25, 26, 27. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I'm the old guy at the orgy. Like, I don't know how I feel about this. Really? I don't know oh. if I feel sexy. I don't know. My God. I was, like, one of two bottoms there. Oh, And it was just, like... Everyone wanted a piece. Yeah, and it—I felt super sexy and validated by everyone. It was one of those things too, because I don't like a—I a, don't like any sexual scenario, but especially a group scenario where it's very like a non-sort of like not making eye contact, like that kind of level of like there's almost like a deep-seated kind of well, deep, well I'm deep-seated. It's like, like a deep seat, seated um, uh, internalized homophobia or shame oh. kind of thing. Oh. I don't like when there's that like tremor of that there and this was one of those just like oh my god he feels so good you your turn like isn't that, oh, all wow, and, that. Cool. and it just felt like I was like I'm being so validated yeah. by this group of like extremely hot guys yeah. like, and it was just I'll always remember that time that was I just I walked out of there feeling like I'm a fucking porn star yes. I'm like I'm great yes <laughs> <laughs>
1: 1000 he walked out feeling deeply seated deeply mm. seated deeply Mm-mm. seated with the whole
0: dime there's our podcast title <laughs> all right jj what's a good one
1: so Mine, I was the, you know, um, sprightly young age of 21 and I, uh, w- I was, I moved to New York and I was excited about gaining stories of things that I just couldn't do back home mm-hmm. in Georgia. And one of them was like, let's go to a naked party. And I knew someone who was throwing, I had met someone just watching American Horror Story in a group of gay boys. And they're like, oh, I'm throwing a nude masquerade party for New Year's. And I'm like, that's funny too. There's a theme. Everyone's going to put on like a mask and just kind of like be naked in an apartment, which is so to me, especially at the time, I was like, that's bizarre. That's so weird. What a story. That's crazy. And so I was was going in just for the story and I was nervous about everything. I'm like, what if I pop a boner and we're like, or what if it's like sexual and I'm not into it? Or like, what if, you know, what are all the different scenarios that I'm not excited about that could happen? And I get there, and it's very casual, and everyone was very, like, welcoming, like, oh my gosh, this is your first party, this is your first naked thing, that's really cool, I hope you know, be comfortable, and I think they know that that's kind of the territory that they're, uh, that, you know, you're walking into, so they were all just kind of really accommodating for that, so it felt really cozy, and then the strike of midnight, everyone does, like, a cheers of champagne, and kisses who they're standing by, and it just... Evolved. Some people just keep the kissing going, making out, start tapping on the couch. And then, yeah, it, you know, kind of naturally lent itself to that, which the host was like, he was, I think on the invitation, it said something like, let's try to keep that until one so people can <laughs> leave if they're not there for that or whatever. But it did evolve into that. And it was a large party. There was at least like 20 something people there maybe. And it was just like, everyone was just kind of vibing and very, uh, i don't know just kind of generously participating and i did have a moment where i you know was participating with a couple people like i had maybe one in each hand and someone between my legs and someone someone else somewhere else and i had that moment of looking up and be like i did it
2: <laughs> <laughs> you did you did it i did it I'm here. Are, you st- are you still friends with this person or do they have this party every year <laughs>
1: Not every year, especially in the last two with things being different and stuff, but it's not an uncommon party thing. So now that we know each other, you know, there's, if, if, if you're itching for a party like that, (laughs) I'll drop a line. I'm having this. If you get a plus
2: one. Yeah.
0: I'm having this visual of you having like a dick in each hand. Yep. Maybe even one like sitting on your shoulder for some reason. If I can, you're like inside someone and like your head
1: just cocks to the side and you're
0: like. I didn't.
1: Okay, if I can, I'll be, this. it's kind of a brag, but I'll be very explicit about exactly what it was. I had a dick in each hand of two guys that were making out. There was a guy uh, blowing me, and then another guy, my legs were like lifted up that was rimming me at the same time. Like, I was getting a blowjob and getting rimmed, and I had a dick in my mouth. So I literally had one, two, three, four, five. You were a power strip. And I was the youngest at the party, so I think I was kind of like... you know, I don't know. There was some novelty. I'm <laughs> every They're all in me. And it was very like God. And uh yeah, I did have that moment of like, this is the story of something that would not happen back home. Yeah. And, like, so you couldn't have said so. So you were there, like mm-hmm. you know,
0: being serviced twice down below, cock in each hand, one in the mouth, and you're.
1: Oh, I do it. Oh, I do it. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. All right, let's bring. Let's bring it down, Nicole. What's (laughs) what's your bad one?
2: Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) So my bad one, I had a... This was probably, like, towards the end of uh, the panorama. Things were open again, but, like, people were still being cautious. And I became accustomed with some of my friends over, like, the, the shutdown to, you know, every now and then, I have a bunch of, like, light color changing light bulbs in my apartment. So we would, you know take a little Molly, do a little dancy dancey around the apartment. Yeah. And one of the nights, uh, one of my friends is like, hey, I'm at this party, you should come over. Like Everybody's hanging out, blah, blah, blah. So I, I walk over to this apartment, and there's a, a group going on. And immediately, I walk in, and everybody's like, who's the new fish? What's going mm. on over here? And is investigating. And obviously, I, I became very popular really quick. Um, <laughs> but then... Two of the people there, I knew them, which was sometimes is all, can be a little awkward. Like if, if it's somebody you don't expect to see that you know, and you're like, oh, my lives are are colliding. Yeah. But this one kept falling. Like he would start and would just keep passing out, passing out, passing out. Literally was giving me a blowjob and just kept passing out.
1: Oh my God. And no. I had
2: to, I immediately had to like go while I'm still full force, just like rolling my ass off had to start taking care of this kid the entire time. And then at one point, like everybody was so mad at him because he kept passing out on every single person mm-hmm. that I just, I I was there for like five minutes and didn't get to enjoy it. it. Like that's what it felt like in my head was you just showed up and immediately had to babysit.
1: Wow. And got to have
2: really no fun at all.
1: <laughs> that says so much about you in such a good way though. Like the one who's willing to kind of sacrifice their fun. Because unfortunately sexual monsters sometimes can't like prioritize someone else's safety, right. but like you were there and you showed up for them, which is really, really yeah. cool.
2: nice uh, you know what? If they ever have me back over again, I'll be like, I'm off the clock tonight, ladies. <laughs> 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 There's like, Nicole is not here outlet. tonight. When I
0: used to, when I used to like, really drink, and I never, like, really, really drank, but when I used to, like, party more, uh, that was always, like, my birthday, because I was always, whenever we went out, I was always dad, and mm. so, like, if it was my birthday or some event, I'd be like, hi, everybody, just make an eye contact here. Dad's off duty tonight, and someone else is in charge. Yeah, like, I'm getting my shit-faced. Birthday.
2: <laughs> That's when you look to the group mom.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So, my worst, speaking of babysitting, my wor- oh, God, wait, that was a bad setup. Uh, uh, my worst- <laughs> There was this guy whom I hooked up with all the time for, like, years. But, like, anytime I was between relationships, we connected. He was someone I had threesomes with with certain exes. Like, he was someone for a long time. Massive fucking dick. He was dirty mind. Always teachers. Always
1: teachers are quite freaky. Teachers are freaky. So I was going to say there was lawyers at that party that I went to, by the way. I was like, it's always... And the lawyers were my friends that brought me to the party. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's always lawyers and teachers that are pervs. So... Which I love. So he was like, hey,
0: um, you know, I've never really seen you as a top. And I top on a harvest moon. But um, they're like, I've never seen you as a top. I'd love for you to come over and, like, top this, like, guy with me that I'm, like, hooking up with recently. And I was like, okay. Send his picture. And he sends a picture. And he's like, I mean, beautiful ass, beautiful beautiful body. But he's a big young. Okay. And I'm like, "I he's a, like how old is this guy? And he was like, he's legal. I'm like, how old is this guy? And he's like, I don't know, like 21, 22. And I'm like, that's a little below my, like I usually don't venture below these days, below like 26. And Mm -hmm. this was only maybe like a year ago. Okay. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, oh, he's like very sexual. He's very mature. He's very fun. Like I promise it's a great time. I'm like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's a red flag already. Yeah. I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) okay,
0: let's see. Uh-uh. So I go over, and they—the whole thing was—they were arguing to be. St- I was going to walk on, in on it already happening, and I oh. was going to like take off my clothes and join in. Wow, oh, so the full in. like
2: walk-in fantasy. Got it.
0: Right, and I—I I, I I see it, and I immediately have this like, the—the the kid is a bit like dead behind the eyes. Oh my like, god, he's just not. He's just like whatever, you know. Put it in, you know, just like not—not not no. as enthusiastic and. He, young. No. He is young. Yikes. And I'm immediately suspicious like how old is this person? That is I don't know if like I'm Now he was a he was 18. Mm, he was a high school senior. Even that is still like No, no, no. No way for me. That's no. a no way for me. And it was one of those things where it was like I unfortunately was like like I, I asked him, I was like, how old are you? Yeah, And he was like, I'm 18. And I looked at my friend. He was like, oh, I wasn't sure. And it's like, you were. You, uh, you how know. about pulling out an ID right know. now? Like, so, what year, kid? The guy was like, you know, he was He was, complimenting. He was like, you're so hot. I'd love to blah, blah, blah. So we started a little bit, and I just felt so like everything was like this feels wrong. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I know it's perfectly legal and he's fine, but he's too young, and I don't like this. Was he
1: fine? Like he sounded like he was out of it. Like that's like I I checked his ID. I
0: wanted to see his ID. No,
1: yeah, but like, was he like high?
0: Maybe. Ugh. Nope. Sorry. Something. It also crosses the line. Something was off. Something was off. And then also, my the guy had like a my friend had like a massive dick, and I'm like fine. And you could tell that the guy was like, he was like waiting for me to be done so he could get what he wanted, and it was just like, I'm not valued here, and this is weird. And I even at a certain point I was like, I'm just gonna go. Yeah. All right. And I took a long bike ride home, thinking, oh, I need to reassess my life. Like, where am yeah, I? Yeah. Let me not end up there
1: again. Yeah. This is that's a that was a dark place. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Sometimes yeah. you have to you have to walk out. Yeah, nope, and, and good on you. Good on you for doing that. Yeah. All right, JJ. <laughs> well, mine is just kind of another, I don't know, classic faux pas of going into a threesome knowing that I'm more attracted to one person than I am the other. Yeah. And, um... I mean, and sex to me is about uh, everybody having fun. Yes. And so I, you know, it's not and it sounds like I'm I'm not sacrificing so much by having sex with somebody that I'm not like over the moon like hard for or whatever. It's like it's, it's there's still things you can do and you can still make yourself have not make yourself have fun. And I guess it's different person to person. Some people cannot get it up for someone that they're not, you know, no whatever crazy for, but, um, I'm generally available even if I'm not like hundred percent attracted to someone and it was fine. Like the actual threesome, it was actually kind of what happened afterwards more so is that, uh, the one that I was less attracted to saw his partner's phone and then I had been sexting his partner, yep. which was like a thing already. It was like fine before, I guess, or maybe it wasn't, but I didn't know that it wasn't fine. And I got a text message that was like, Hey, I just saw so-and-so's phone. I felt kind of left out and I just popped off on my partner for a bit. So I think we're gonna have to take a step back from communicating um, if they reach out to you, if you don't mind, if you could just not reply to them. I'm like, oh my God, you're like going through the back door to kind of get me not to talk to your boyfriend. I'm fully happy letting all of this go right. and not like getting into that drama. Like you did, if your goal was to get me to stop talking to your boyfriend, you did it right. Cause I don't want to, you know, be messy with any of it, yeah. but, uh, well, what a, you know, unfortunate situation. And I mean, I also felt guilty that like this person felt less attractive because of my behavior for them versus their, their partner. But uh, you know, at the same time, I know I'm not like I, I'm not gonna will myself to you know perform right uh, beyond what I what I've signed up to perform for. You know what I mean? Like I knew that going into a threesome was was a bit of all of us trying to have fun together. But it's just that thing. Like it's a little dicey sometimes whenever you know there's like an unequal mm-hmm. attraction to a couple, right?
0: Yeah. Well, Nicole, if uh, anyone listening to this would like to uh, have a three-way or orgy with you, where can they find you on the internet? Yeah, they've got tips on how to do it right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Just don't come in the first five seconds, please. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, if someone would like to uh, meet you up for a casual DP, where can they do that?
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! You can find me on Instagram, Grinder and Scruff, and you know always Venmo and Cash App at Dime Queen NYC, D Y M E Queen NYC. Mostly because I don't know how to spell. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we will be right back after this break to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. i can here to fight. I'm here to fight.
1: That's what I always think of when we have the fight. I always think of the vixen. And I can hear, uh, fight. What in the other? I don't know. This is tangential, but the fact that. Drag Race has like while you're watching it, those people feel like A-listers, and there's so many seasons now that I'm like, oh my god, Utica Queen. This is also me echoing something that was said already on Los mm-hmm. Culturistas. Mm-hmm. But Utica Queen wasn't like a the top of the zeitgeist for a moment, and now there's so many queens that it's like, oh yeah, remember when? Like, mm. Utica Queen was like... And it was like records. last year. And it was like last year, and it feels so long ago. Utica's moment, when RuPaul
0: asked her if she smoked weed, so is good. one of my favorite moments of television. So
1: good, but can you believe it's already like been overshadowed by like so many other moments? She made Willow Pill's finale. Oh. With the heads. Gagged. She made that. Oh, good job, Utica. You're yeah, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're back. Come on, that's cool. Anyway, anyway I'm picking but a that, fight. You're not picking <laughs> a fight with Utica. No, 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 no. no. I'm picking a fight, and I feel like Fran Leibovitz because it's very well it's new york centric but i'm sure you can relate to this anywhere but i'll use the subway to kind of paint the picture hmm. people who are standing in the in the subway car in front of the door and then do not move out of the way when their back is to the door. And
0: there's the key. And do not move out of the way. No. I stand near the door, yeah, me but too. I flatten myself Absolutely. to let people in take
1: a step in. At least check over your shoulder to make sure you're, you you know, you're not blocking anyone. But there are people who stand in front of the door and then do not even have the courtesy to look around them whenever the door is open I will need to use that door. Body check. Me them. fucking too. Like it gets me so irate that it's like this very very specific thing where I'm like I'm more mad that I'm ever in my daily life usually but i'm like i will just make a point point of being like move move like hi you're in the way like something about your like perception of what's going on is is lacking a little bit of self-awareness
0: so i always have the gut reaction to say something my mother used to say but it does not work because my mother used to say it when you would stand blocking the television <laughs> which doesn't work because she would say you'd make a better door than a window <laughs> But that doesn't work because, like, I don't want you to be a window. I want you to move. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but exactly. I always think of that. You make a better door than a
2: window. Damn. Uh,
1: <laughs> that is funny. But, I, yeah, I don't know. That's the most irate that I get on just, like, a regular interaction that just happens all too often. Right. And I don't have peace for it. And I don't have space or patience for it. And it, the other thing about it is I feel like it doesn't look like tourists all the time. It looks like people who are on their commute. And I'm like, you've been here long enough. You have a job here. Move out of the fucking way. Well, it's because they just don't fucking give a shit they <sighs> have
0: shitty new york lives and they're fighting the subway and they're just like you know what but i feel the same way about people let me talk about this carefully <laughs> i feel the same way about people who walk down the sidewalk are on like we've we've as a society agreed the right side is where you stay mm-hmm. and they walk straight at you and are not gonna move mm-hmm. the people who just play chicken with you all the time like mm-hmm. i'm right, moving you move mm-hmm and it's just like and usually I'm if I'm outside most of the time I'm with Maxie and it really irritates me when people like I got to drag Maxie to the other side of the thing because you won't fucking move. Like mm-hmm. I got a dog buddy he's sniffing the flower like right, come right, on. Right, Yeah. But I will make a point to like literally like just step to the side so that they can pass me and step immediately back so they even feel the wind of me just being back mm-hmm. to where I am. It's like fuck you.
1: Yeah, navigating the sidewalks <sighs> is more of an ordeal than there's um I don't know. It does feel like packed with character. I don't know. I'm like, not hmm. to romanticize all the bullshit that everyone's enduring, but my gosh, it's sort of rich with psychology. Yeah. All right.
0: Let's brighten it up with some love and light. I'm going to leave love and light to, I'm sorry, JJ, Uh my brand new podcast.
1: Okay. (laughs) Cheating (laughs) on me.
0: But that's okay. I got a boyfriend, so we can... (laughs) And you would have no interest in this podcast. So Um, if you are listening to me and you are a nerd, uh, as particularly a Star Trek fan. Hi, nerd. Former (laughs) guest... That is so funny because I do ads for this podcast oh, yeah. on that podcast. And the way I do it is, hi, gay. Do yeah. you like gay? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so that's funny that you say that. <laughs> um um. But anyway, uh, uh, it's called Star Trek Zhuzurations, Z-H-U-Z-H. I'll put a link in the bio. And we judge the bad episodes of Star Trek We or the challenging episodes of Star Trek. We take a, an episode that is just notorious for being a stinker. And then we each... Sean Farrick, former guest of the podcast, very big on Trek culture, big Trek following. He and I are then reviewing the episode. Um, then we uh, each come having not prepped each other with our... This is how we would have done the episode. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's we have never had the same idea, which is always very interesting. I usually take it in a very like... Grounded in the lore of Trek, and he goes very fantasy. Oh, Uh which is very—it's fun. Yeah. So we'll t- we'll like fix the episode. It's a f- it's you know it's full masturbatory fan fiction. I love you know? that. And then at the end, we alternate. One of us picks. We don't know what the next episode's going to be. Oh. So the other picks the episode. What? And Here's a local I have, format. I have um committed hate crimes on him because Star Trek has. He's Sean Farick is Irish. Star Trek has a. Sorted history with the Irish. There are a handful of episodes where it's literally like, Gotta find me lucky charms. Whoa. And it's like, I've picked several of those episodes Whoa. for Because like, I just think it's funny. He's like, God damn it, you're gonna to watch be watching this. And so he's like, fiddly be. What? <laughs> I have no idea. They've made up for it with the main character of Miles O'Brien, who's a really like full front like fully fleshed out Irish person good that's in Irish it. But he actually was noteworthy for an episode of turning down. He's like, there's no fucking way. They were all having a imagination about like, like they were seeing visions of, of things that they were thinking about. It was some like anomaly that was like, cre- like bringing your thoughts to life. Hmm. And for him in the script, it was going to be a leprechaun. And he said, no, no, no. So they made it Rumplestiltskin again. Cause he had read the bedtime story to his daughter. Okay. So that's what they made it. All but right. it was supposed to be a leprechaun. And he was like, absolutely no fucking way. <sighs> so anyway, it's funny. Even if you don't like Star Trek or you don't aren't overly familiar with it, you may like it for the comedy uh, and the sexual tension between Sean and I. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. We laugh. We do it. So we also have a Patreon, uh, Star Trek Zhuzh, Z-H-U-Z-H, where if you are a member, you can actually watch the episode with us. Um, we'll do it live on zoom. You get video versions of the podcast. You can help us pick the next episode, all sorts of fun stuff. If you help support us. Um, so yeah, if that sounds interesting to you, make sure to check it out at the time of the airing of this episode, it is probably out. Yeah. Right. So, um, that leaves us for dying alone together. Um, much like I'd like you to follow the other podcast. I would like you to follow this podcast. So drop a comment, hit a like interact with us on, you know, I actually would like to do, Mm Mm-hmm. Skip a guest segment one of these times and do an advice segment or something, listener questions. So I want you to drop into our DMs at at Dying Alone Podcast and give us something to discuss. You have a question. You have a situation. We will we'll anonymize it. But I would really like an audience feedback um, episode. Yeah. So drop in. Give us something to talk about story, question, advice, whatever.
1: What is the modern plight?
0: What is the modern plight? Um um finding a bottle of poppers that won't make you blind. Um, True <laughs> So do that at, at dying alone podcast. You can also find me at, at Jack Tracy Official. And me at JJ Bozeman. Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe.